يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما My dear brothers and sisters we're about to end a year and begin another one by the grace and the bounty and, and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us Year 1440 of the Hijrah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is about to end and a new year is about to begin and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us we'll have another chance جل, once again to witness uh, a new year that we hope would be a better year for the Muslim Ummah and for our community. With the passage of time we're reminded of the value of this very precious gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. The element of time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran makes an oath. And at the beginning of the year, we should be really reflecting and pondering upon what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about it and see where we're at. Hold ourselves accountable. Do an inventory, if you will. See whether we are closer to where we want to be or have we drifted away from where we aim to be. Because time is not waiting for us. Time is bringing us closer to our destination. Or it is bringing our end closer to us. We can't save it. We can't do anything to it. We can't even kill it. We can't control it. We can't even manage it. We can only manage ourselves and our actions and our deeds and our choices within this medium that is given to us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Qur'an swears by al-asr and one of the sound opinions as to what it means is time. Al-asr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes this oath to remind us of the precious and great value of this, of this element. So, what happens, O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What happens with the passing of, of time? What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make an oath to? Wal'as, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And the scholars say, say that every time there is a qasam, there is jawab. There is a response to that qasam. There is usually a statement of fact. There is always a statement of fact that follows this qasam. So what is this statement of fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in one of the shortest surahs of the Qur'an? Imam Shafi'i says, if the only thing that was revealed was surah al-Asr, in terms of uh, a source of guidance and enlightenment and inspiration, it would have been sufficient. Wal-Asr. The statement of fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and emphasizes is the fact that man, by nature and by default, and with the passage of time, man is in loss. Every day, every actually moment that passes by, we're losing something. And the only way we can offset that loss 
is by following the instructions and the directive that is given in the following verse. But before I get to that, brothers and sisters, let, let us be reminded that the Prophet said that time is one of the two greatest gifts that most people are deluded about. Most people are deluded about them. Most people don't realize the value. And even if they realize the value, they don't really appreciate it or take advantage of it until it's gone. Health. Health and time or free time. People think they're going to have plenty of it and they're going to have it forever until it's taken away from them or until something happens to them that reminds them of the value of that. And even then, right, if they go back to their, to their normal self and they tend to lose track and forget about them. And the Prophet ﷺ tells us that on the day of judgment, no servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, none of us, none of the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be able to proceed or move forward, take a step towards in any direction, whether it's to Jannah or Hellfire. No one will be able to take a step or go any further on the day of judgment before they are asked about four things. And two of these four things, we're talking about 50% of the questions that the person will be asked about. Two of these things have to do with time. One of them is life. An umurihi. His life, your entire life. The time that you were given, the opportunity that you were given. From the, from, from the day you were born until the day we pass away. An umurihi, the entire life. What, did, what was it spent on? What consumed your life? And then the Prophet says, there is another period of that time that the person will be questioned about. Because that period comes with a lot of energy and strength. Mental, strong mental capacity and physical capacity. Right? So that specific period of time of the individual's life, they will be also asked about it. Their youth, their young age. So out of the four questions, two of them have to do with life, and life is time, or time is life. You know, people say time is money. I say no, time is much more precious than money. Time is life. And that's why when you give someone some of your time, you're giving them the most precious possession that you have. When you give someone attention and you give them some of your time, you're giving them a gift that is priceless because you're giving them part of your life. So the Prophet ﷺ says that we will be asked about it. And most people are deluded. So it's of great importance. As a matter of fact, it's the most important element or gift that we have because nothing is possible without time. If time is taken away from us, we won't be able to accomplish anything. And we are running out of time, brothers and sisters. Yes, we do celebrate and we should Every time a year passes by, every time uh, our children 
our children's birthday comes around, and some people still, some people may even celebrate their own birthday, right? People are so happy that, that they, they spent another year or one year of their lives is gone, right? And we're hoping for something better in the future. People celebrate. Yes, we do celebrate, and I don't have any issues with people celebrating, but I think it's more important for us to reflect and ponder and re because there isn't really much to celebrate unless we're really doing what we're supposed to do and unless we're progressing and unless we're advancing in the right direction. We're running out of time and we should reflect and ponder and see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us. You are in loss, right? You lose your energy, you lose your time, you lose your life, you lose your focus, you lose your mental capacity and your physical capacity is diminishing with the passage of time. Allah Azza wa Jalla says, however, there is an exception to all of this. The exception is a group of people who are capable of offsetting the loss by using that time for what was intended for. That group of people, the Prophet, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to them as the believers, except those who believe. The believers who attain iman by seeking knowledge, getting to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in this verse, though it's not explicitly mentioned, it's implied. When Allah azza wa jalla says, except those who believe, and we know that belief is the result of what? Ilm, knowledge. So in other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, except those who seek knowledge and learn and get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by getting to know Him. People who gain knowledge with the passage of time, who are more knowledgeable and who are more aware of their purpose in life and get to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better through seeking knowledge, they're the exception. Someone might say, Where did it's just said amanu. Well, iman, brothers and sisters in Islam, is the result or the product of ilm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Know that there is no one worthy to be worshipped except Allah. He didn't say believe or accept or feel. No, it says fa'lam. You have to investigate. You have to, to, to learn. You have to research. You have to come to a, a conclusion, a reasonable conclusion. You have to have conviction. That's what iman is. And that is the result of ilm. And that's why the Prophet wasallam every morning, we repeat this dua every morning after Fajr, the Prophet wasallam recommends, and he wasallam used to make this dua every day, Allahumma inni as'aluka ilman nafi'ah. Oh Allah, I ask you for knowledge that benefits. Beneficial knowledge, useful knowledge. And every day the believer is supposed to gain something. Right? You're supposed to know more today than you knew yesterday. Umar radiallahu the companion of the Prophet sallallahu was not able, he used to reside 
away from the masjid of the Prophet He got married and then he had a house away from the masjid of the Prophet and he had some uh, family obligations and some business that he needed to take care of. So there was a period of time where he wasn't able to be in the masjid of the Prophet every day. So during that period of time, he made an agreement with his neighbor. They made a pact. They decided. He said, why don't, why don't I go one day, one full day I spend with the Prophet ﷺ in the masjid. And then the next day, you go there and you spend the entire day there. Whatever new revelation comes, whatever knowledge the Prophet ﷺ is disseminating and sharing with the Sahaba, when it's my turn, I bring that back to you and I brief you and I teach you whatever I learned. And when it's your turn to go, you come back and you do the same thing so that they're not missing out on anything. You take notes for me, and I'll take notes for you. Because they did not want to miss anything. The companions of the Prophet ﷺ, a well-known fact was that they were very keen when it comes to seeking knowledge and getting to know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the second element that is mentioned here is that they follow their iman and their knowledge with practice and action. They're believers in action. They act upon their belief. They do righteous deeds. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says they don't just do random deeds that make no sense or that, but they actually do righteous <laughs> deeds. They're very, very meticulous, very particular about the quality of their deeds. Allah azza wa jal calls it righteous. وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And al-amalu salih as the scholars stated, has two conditions, two primary conditions. One, it has to be sincere. It has to be for the sake of Allah. Two, it has to be sanctioned. It has to conform to the prophetic tradition. It has to be in accordance to what Allah and His Prophet ﷺ want from us. They don't worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and perform whatever they perform based on their own whims and their own desires. They don't improvise. You can improvise in many areas in life, but not when it comes to worship and when it, not when it comes to your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not at our own terms, but based on what He wants from us. So they make sure that their deeds conform and that they are for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they maintain consistency and excellence, ihsan, in their deeds. These four elements, the two primary ones and the other two, ihsan and consistency, excellence and consistency, doing your best and being consistent, even if it's a small amount, they are the four elements that form amal salih إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Believing and seeking knowledge and knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and doing the right thing is not always easy. It's hard. It's tough. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds them that they also engage in two very important activities. They have two commitments to each other as a community. وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْا بِالصَّبْرِ إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, they enjoin the truth. They remind each other of the truth. They back up each other 
when it comes to the truth. They stand up for the truth. They talk truth to power. They side with the truth. They refrain from falsehood. So they, as the Prophet ﷺ mentioned, الدين النصيحة. They give advice to one another. They support each other in doing the right thing. Because it's not always easy to do the right thing. You can easily lose focus. You can e easily go astray. So the believers help one another to do that. They come together. And this is a reminder that this is a collective work. This is not something that we can accomplish individually. In order for us to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in order for us to minimize our loss in this life, we have to come together and help one another as a community. So Allah says, The truth isn't always easy. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds them at the end of this ayah of one of the most essential commitments that the believers have and one of the most uh, important obligations towards one another. They encourage each other to endure and to, to be steadfast and to stand their ground. Sabr is not is not something that you either have or you don't have. Sabr is something that you can acquire. And brothers and sisters, when you see other people enduring, it will encourage you to endure as well. It's never, it was never meant to be easy to be a believer and to be focused and to be, to take advantage of your time in this life and to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to do the right thing and to speak the truth no matter what. It was never easy. In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and many other verses in the Qur'an where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions sabr, brothers and sisters, it implies, it's telling us, there is right there a hint in the Qur'an for us. But the Prophet sallallahu explicitly told us that the life of the believer is never easy. But it's always good. It's always good, so long that the believer endures. And only the believer can endure. So brothers and sisters, we have to remember that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not promise us a life that is free of pain or suffering or, or challenges. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if you endure and if you're patient and if you believe in me and if you maintain amal salih then I will walk you through it. And I'll be there for you. And you will be victorious. I conclude by saying that the Prophet ﷺ taught his companions a very valuable lesson. Because every one of us, with the passage of time, we want to gain. We want to profit. We want a victory. We want to make sure that we're progressing, that we're growing. So the Prophet ﷺ says to those who are seeking victories in their lives, in your individual life, in your career, in your work, in your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in your family, uh, you know. If you're looking for victories, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ النَّصْرَ مَعَ الصَّبْرِ Know that victory comes with patience, with sabr. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make you and I of those who are patient, who are steadfast, who stay upon the truth, and who remind one another 
of the importance of the truth and support each other. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this a blessed year for all. أَقُولُ هَذَا الَّذِي قُلْتْ وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ Alhamdulillah wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi alladhina as-safa wa ba'd. My dear brothers and sisters, let us remember insha'Allah ta'ala on this day of Jumu'ah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us in the Qur'an with something that He subhanahu wa ta'ala offers and His angels practice. As Allah azza wa jalla stated when He said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيهِ then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invited us to join him and the angels in this practice. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. This is one of the rights of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam upon us. So we send our salutations and our greetings to our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and to the members of his household and to his companions. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika al-nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa azwajihi wa dhuriyatihi kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ibrahim wa barik ala Muhammadin abdika wa rasulika al-nabiyil ummi wa ala alihi wa azwajihi wa dhuriyatihi kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Allahumma ahina ala sunnatih وتوفنا على ملته واحشرنا تحت لوائه واجعلنا من أنصار دينه يا رب العالمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أبرب لأمة الإسلام أمر رشد يعز فيه أهل الطاعة ويهدى فيه أهل المعصية ويؤمر فيه بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر اللهم اجعل هذا العام عام خير وبركة على الإسلام وأهله اللهم من أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بخير فوفقه إلى كل خير ومن أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بشر أو سوء أو مكيدة فاجعل تدبيره تدميره ورد كيده في نحره واكفنا بأسه بما شئ إنك على ما تشاء قدير عباد الله إن الله يمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون